Coach, were you uh, happy or annoyed that Trump read the letter? Seattle. So your team's always been good at keeping outside distractions on the outside. Given the nature of this presidential race, Seattle. did you find it, did you find it uh, helpful to talk Seattle. to your players about this? Have any of your players talked to you about this? Are there Seattle. any concerns about any locker room rancor as a result of this? Do you think that Bill Belichick wants to talk about Donald Trump letter? I don't think so. It doesn't sound like no, it. No, it doesn't no, sound like it at all. Um, so with me today is my good friend Vince, my good friend Tyler, and my brother Dominic back here again. I think he went out for a cigarette. Couldn't quite make it through the intro <laughs> without, without quick, going out for a quick fag. Had to go out to possibly tweet, uh, put a Facebook post up of Trump something. Something uh, anti-Hillary and pro-Trump, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, so what's going on, guys? It's been a while since I had a full house. Last week, me and Vince did it solo, a full Jamie Collins bi-week podcast. Did you get a chance to listen? I dabbled a little, yeah. I got a little piece. That, <laughs> was, uh, that was a lot it of Collins talk. Yeah, it didn't get a, it didn't get rave reviews, I'm going to be honest, but we yeah. got 115 downloads. I mean, not, not one joke told. Well, I, I didn't want to so. tell jokes. It was a serious topic about a serious player. But you were forthright about that. You came I out told, right in the beginning. You're like, this Why is... Why do I have to tell jokes? Am I a clown? Yeah. I don't I'm here to, to amuse you. Here to entertain you. Exactly. Niggas is wildin'. Yeah, Dom made it 12 seconds into the podcast before he deleted. I don't you guys. care. <laughs> well, he lost the he, he lost the headphones. Is, is he going to add anything to the content? He's got no content. So, how do the Patriots stack up in Trump's America? How do they stand up? Do they make America great again, Patriots? Let's just say there's going to be no more. Erroneous investigations into the Patriots with That's with true. Donald. I, I hope the Donald takes Roger Goodell and chops his head off, just like those those photos of him, uh, like he's in the three hundred uh, film cover. Donald's going for his second ice cream sundae. Um, uh, if your sandwich, whatever sandwich Sunday sandwich. So anyway, bye week happenings. Uh, obviously, that that clip we we just played was Bill Belichick being asked ad nauseum by the leech media trying to get him to say something so they can call him racist or whatever they want to call him. What do you think he said, though? Exactly. Well, Dominic, funny you should ask that, because I, I have a transcript of his letter right you here. You do? Yeah, I do. It goes a little something like this. Uh, let me read it. I, I don't really got his inflection, so I'm just going to read it in my voice. I'm not going to try and do an impression. And, and forgive me, I have a cold. Dear Don, we have been friends a long time, from the golf outings to the fishing trips aboard my boat, V.I. rings. While I am on to Seattle, I am also on to you beating Hillary because we have faced a lot better ca candidates than her. Trust me. You're truly one of the most well-rounded candidates that can do it all, can run, can get in and out of routes, uncover from defenders as well as remove e-news skirts and perfect candidate. Uh, a following, I followed you a long time from back to when you were a baby and your father Fred was building buildings to when you were running through invoices at Trump University. Honestly, I'm not sure I'd be in my position if it wasn't for you and your team. I know you will do what's best for your team, and you'll have them prepared to move on to Washington. I'm excited for your wall and hope you consider a second wall around Ryan Grigson's office in Indianapolis. P.S. 11,000 people voted for Harambe, and obviously you need to keep improving and getting better every day, but yesterday you made enough plays to win. I'm proud of the team. Wow. It's an impressive letter from I'm Bill Belichick. I'm surprised Bill went into that much uh, detail. A lot of detail. Of, type of insight you get here on the Malcolm Go podcast. Exactly. You not a lot of people. Of not a lot of else. people have the transcript. No, just yeah. me. Exclusive. Uh, you know how, how the depth side to get. I felt to. he couldn't. He couldn't break away from the football uh, symbolism. I think that no. I think that that's his, his. His what's in his mind full time is always football. So it doesn't matter. He's got a lot of Belichickisms will come out in other areas of the world. He said today that he's not a political guy, so I think that just a lot of football stuff comes up. Mm -hmm. that's, um, that's the most he's written. I mean, what he, how do he, when he quit the Giants, when he was he like, the, I, I resign from he, NYG. When he quit the Jets, Vince, the Jets. Was it the Jets? <sighs> he must have left yeah. them both. He, no, well, he left them both, but he was the head coach of the Jets. He wrote it on a napkin. Uh, yeah. I <laughs> resign as HC from the NYJ and gave it to the general manager. And I would know that because I just read a book all about it. <laughs> Jerry Thornton's book, in fact, which is called From Darkness to Dynasty. Did you Pick see it? A, did you see, uh, oh, sorry. Did you see Belichick actually tweeted at Hillary yesterday? He tweeted at her? Yeah, it just said, God! <laughs> 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 
Hillary didn't get a lot of votes in the podcast. No, I don't think I don't think she did. The podcast uh, was a ringer for Don, uh, even though Ma- Massachusetts was clearly a, a Hillary state. Not uh, Saugus, though. No, Saugus is always a, 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 re- a very red town because you know what you get the you get the middle class Italians in Irishmen, and uh, you don't have any of that hubbub down below. You know that's they come and uh, measure out the vote and make sure that it goes up the blue state area, mm-hmm. which I don't like to really get political. I don't like to cut our audience in half. Because next week I'll find out we have 50 downloads instead of 100. Yeah. I don't like that. But, uh, I mean, what are you going to do? We're all here to make America great again, aren't we? That's right. Just kidding. I don't care. Um, but that Tom Brady vote, everyone seems to be caring about that one. That was on the news today. Not Giselle. She didn't care much about it at all. I, I, I read that that Giselle comment was Photoshopped. And I think it was proven true that, uh, that some guy was like, I heard it. You were like, who cares? You're asking Giselle while she's posting something with her hands uh, – Made into the shape of a heart around well, a horse. It, like, w- it wasn't Photoshop when Tom Brady came on the mic today and said, uh, "Yeah, I talked to my wife, and she said I'm not allowed to talk about politics anymore." I know. What do you think he was saying? I wanted to know what he was talking about at home. That she was with her, and uh, oh, I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry. I just I love the Donald. He's she been a naturalized citizen yet? I was gonna say stupid yeah. question. If she marries Tom Brady, does she still get to vote? Yes. Is that true? Yeah, she's yeah, an American she's a citizen. She's a I don't have a pol- I don't have a political science she's got degree. Dual citizenship now. Does she? I don't know. What she he was talking and she just couldn't speak English, so she didn't know what he was saying. Yeah, exactly. He, I think I like to think that he was just Jeez. running down his whole defensive line and said, "These motherfuckers all want handouts from the government." It's like, "Gee, you don't understand. <laughs> I played golf with him before we were married. It was awesome. I could grab whoever I wanted to when <laughs> I was grab with him. Anywhere, anything." I wanted, and Jabal Sheard walks into my office and tells me he's going to vote for Hillary. I think that she was more a Green Party candidate than anything. She's all into that free love and weird shit. Um, but do you think that he actually voted for Don Trump? <laughs> yes. Definitely. 100%, I think so, too. But, uh, I wouldn't say it. Why risk it? He's already hated enough. Donald's is a very good friend. They've been good friends for a he long time. He supports his friends in all their endeavors. So I think that's that's true. I think he supports me in my Malcolm Go podcast. Are they billionaires? Yes. Tom Brady and no. Giselle. No. I thought Giselle was a billionaire. I don't no, know. Jesus they Christ, she's a model, Don. She's, she's a, a mogul. super model. She yeah. made like two hundred million in one year. Yeah. Oh, she's clearing two hundred million tax free. Yeah. Brazilian dollars. Yeah, the government knows <laughs> about it. I wouldn't go to billion. <laughs> it's actually forty-eight thousand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Forty-eight yen. Forty-eight <laughs> k. I don't know. I I just don't like that the media leeches. Like, uh, wife sent me a uh, thing because she was home today, not working, and then um, collecting from the government. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. She wasn't doing that. Um, JK, LOL. But anyway, she sent me a, a video of CNN uh, reports of one guy that won't be uh, talking to his kids about Donald Trump's presidency because they do that, uh, that whole shit where, how do I tell my son about Donald Trump being president and what he uh, says to women? So they said one guy, just that, fuck themselves. One, one guy that won't be talking about it is Tom Brady. Let's go to what he has to say. Oh, I'm not a political guy, and he goes through all the rigmarole, and you have to listen to it, and all these media guys just want to leech on and have him say something. Because the minute you say you voted for Donald Trump or you're friends with Donald Trump, you're a rapist, racist animal. You can't just be a normal guy that didn't want Hillary to be president. So That's why, that's why a lot of people came out that yeah. weren't ex- weren't polled and voted for him. That's what they call it the silent majority, Vince. I don't know. Judging by this podcast. That's what they call the minority vote. <laughs> Judging by this podcast, I think that fits the bill. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Meanwhile, they try to they try to villainize Tom Brady. Meanwhile, Pete Carroll, known fact that he is a 9/11 truther. Nobody wants to talk about that though. Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll's a 9/11 truther. That's yeah. a true story. I'm kind not making me, that up for a joke. Kind of has oh. me coming around on the guy. Man, that, <laughs> look, I didn't. Jo- Thermite <laughs> paint can take down buildings. <laughs> Thermite I, paint. I didn't, I didn't join the United States Air Force and fight terrorism in San Francisco, doing blood pressures to listen to Pete Carroll <laughs> say 9/11 was fake. Exactly. I didn't sit my ass on that table on that butcher's paper, checking everybody for lumps to see this country degraded by Pete Carroll. I was uh, literally in the shit. <laughs> you were. You didn't. You didn't actually go over in the shit. You were just playing in old people's shit. Yeah, just wiping shit. Did you actually wear um, like a what <laughs> nurses wear? 
Oh yeah, and I went um, with the, like scrubs. white Crocs and like the white little si- slip-ons. No, no, I wore um, black tennis shoes or whatever. And but I I went. Um, how old were your I patients? I went no sure. undershirt under the scrubs because I like the deep V. Yeah, it's a great. Uh, that's yeah. a super deep V. Yeah, I wish I had a little more chest hair, and I would have done better in the hospital. Uh, not in, not in San Francisco. I don't think you want that much chest hair. Well, I was north of San Francisco. Stay so. bare. Um, what? I wanted to... Uh, thermite paint. Yeah, thermite paint. Chris uh, Kyle. Chris Kyle has a glass jaw. <laughs> you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Um, so, what were, you, what, were they soldiers that you tended to, or were they just old folks? Uh, in Texas, it was uh, soldiers, and then in San Francisco, it was more veterans. Veterans? But That's also, like, active military, so... Anybody make a pass at the nurse? What you like? Make a pass at you? Um, No, I was making passes at other nurses. Oh my God! It's Johnny Moxon. (laughs) (laughs) Don't ask, don't tell. Don't ask, don't tell. All right, right, let's get on to football. I don't want to talk about Vince anymore. So, um, do you think the page they they uh, they vote down a racial line? I feel like uh, voting and uh, professional sports teams. where you get a lot of egos could be, uh, especially in a in a vote like this, or probably in Obama, uh, in 08 and whatever, uh, two thousand four or twelve, whatever fuck he um, <coughs> he ran. Do you think they vote down racial lines? Do you think there's a lot of chatter? I know mashed potatoes and gravy, Tony. I think there's probably eight <laughs> people in the locker room that actually give a shit, and the rest of them are just having a great time with their friends playing Zillions football for a lot of money, and they don't really give a shit. No. None of them voted. They don't live. In, they're not from Massachusetts. Are you not familiar with an absentee yeah, ballot? Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're from America. America. I just think they're, they're too America. dumb to understand, know what an absentee ballot is. I lived in a different state. I didn't even come close to thinking about voting yeah. once it came out. I, I didn't, didn't think about shit. voting living in my state. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I don't think <laughs> well, that's un-American. But I did didn't vote. vote. I did vote yesterday. I voted. This is the first time I've ever, uh, I've ever voted for president, and I am 30. Me too. So I missed two. Um... But I didn't care to do it at college. You missed three. Or four. I have two because you're going to be 18. I have to say, I, I enjoyed. I, that too sometimes? I enjoyed voting. <laughs> I enjoyed voting before when you punch the holes through the. Um, you take a little clip and you poke the hole rather than fill in the dot. I don't enjoy filling in the dot. I think Saugus is a, is a very low class uh, style of voting. I think they give you the felt pen and that's it. You I like the felt pen. You get no other option. I don't think we've ever had a machine. Just some some bum from down the street <laughs> brings in pallets of ballots and that's but, it. But uh, they had uh, they had like a school. You had to pick a representative from the school committee. Did you vote, Ty? I voted for Donald Wong, and that was it. Yeah, I didn't touch anything else. You only had to. There was like a huge. But there Kowloon was only fan. one representative per like bubble thing, so we didn't really know what to do. So I started just filling them all out, and then uh, halfway through, they said you can. I read that you, it read on the directions you can only vote for one of them. So I just took it in. I took it up to the front. And I was like, no, 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 this isn't done. Because they kept telling me, like, yeah, just put it through the hole. Just put it through. Just feed it right if through the hole. Just put it through. If you'll just feed it through, you're, then you voted. <laughs> I don't understand why you just put it through the slot. <laughs> but it, what, I got a, they, they made a big deal of it. I had to go over to the other place. They're like, well, what were you thinking? Did you read the directions? And then they, uh, they, threw it, they wrote like X's all over it and then gave me a new one, fresh ballot. The transgendered, uh, bimorphic animals, Black Lives Matter t-shirt. Wearing the way that give you the ballots and then yell at you, yeah. Sp- Yay, Sonny's here, everyone again, and he's escaped. But if you push him, Jerry, if you ride him, but if you push him, Jerry, I don't know. I, I added that to the soundboard, had nothing to uh, I just wanted to play it, yeah. Um, so any, I mean, I guess that's an interesting thing. I don't know if they do care. I mean, there's certainly some political guys, and like I know, uh, Chris Long, a lot of guys like to think that they're uh. You know, a lot of guys want to be, uh, I don't know, part of something. Like Tim, the, a lot. I think I see Chris Long as being Tim Thomas of the Patriots. He has uh, to be like hardcore Republican. You no? think that? I don't think so. Really? I think he's, I think he's hardcore liberal. Really? To be quite honest. Uh, yeah. They're all so liberal. They're so uneducated, if you will. I don't think that. They, they all graduated college <laughs> faster than you did. Well, okay. When's, <laughs> when's the last time somebody paid eighty thousand dollars to show up and do some, watch somebody do a fucking science project? I don't know what you're talking about. That's the program. I know. Uh, so anyway, um, no, I think he's very, uh, very liberal. I don't know if there's a, re- I mean, Republican. I would say Tom Brady is probably Republican. Probably he voted for Donald Trump. Allegedly. So Bill Belichick. Uh, 
and Bob Kraft. I do think <laughs> they are. I think that you might be able to. I Gronk. I could. You couldn't tell me what he. I don't think he even knows. Who, who ran for president. I mean, they're in a different tax bracket than us anyway. We really can't judge yeah, their political views. But I think that Chris Long is very liberal because he's, uh, he's very, he's very uh, charitable where he goes over to Africa and gives water to the African babies. Well, so Republicans don't donate or uh, money like don't or don't do charity? Africa. What are <laughs> I, you talking That's insane. That's an think, insane statement. Do you think that they care that much about anything outside of the United States? I don't think I do. Or I don't think Democrats do either. See, I think that's the problem with well, a lot of people, people in America do. that think Republicans only care about themselves. And I'm not – I registered as an independent this year. But the problem is if, if you're a Republican, you only care about yourself. If you're a capitalist, you only care about making money for yourself. And it's just not true. Donnie, please. Well, I think Republicans are actually known to throw babies down wells. No, no. I just think it's getting kind of hard to trying to feed and water my C-plus teeter-totter. Cut up between being a father and a prima donna. Baby mama. Mama's drama's got me to the point I'm, I'm like a snail. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I thought somebody would save me. After. Uh, I don't know why nice try. That's a nice, why, good job. Why would you come in with that? Because <laughs> I only get the microphone once every 18 seconds. I have to think of something to do because Vince is hoarding okay, it. Okay, well, you, you get it once every one minute now. You get no, one, exactly. one shot a minute. Yeah. Now. now he's on fucking probation. Microphone probation. Whatever he comes with that, I can't play with it anymore. So Jamie Collins update. Uh, looked terrible in Cleveland. Anybody watch that game or see any highlights? Dallas? Against Dallas, correct? It's, yeah. I mean, it's first game. I, he's but gonna get paid. This is how bad the Cleveland Browns are. He's there two days. He plays 100% of the defensive snaps. Leave him out a week, coach. Let him learn the fucking defense. Nothing? No, they get, they Why are, not throw him in there? What yeah, do they have to seriously? lose? <laughs> it's not like they're in a playoff hunt. I guess that's true, too. They gotta pay him, so Come fucking... Up. They only got to see what they got. They got to see what they got. Might but as well learn on the job. Jamie Collins gets burned by elderly man Jason Witten for a touchdown. I don't think he scored a touchdown all year. He burns. Uh, he he breaks Jamie Collins' coverage. Yeah, I have I have uh, Witten in fantasy. Benched him because he's a bum, and then he blows up, up against Jamie Collins. On, on yeah, Jamie very Collins. frustrating. A guy that can run four four and fucking Witten. I, I'd be you'd be lucky to see him run five three right now at this point in his career. The Cowboys are a bad matchup for him, too, because anytime you have to read a defense, like if they can run the ball and he has to make a read, if it's on play action, he gets burnt like crazy. Yeah. He just guesses. The Cowboys are a bad matchup for him. Is a, yeah. that's a, I mean, anybody's a bad matchup for him. Yeah. Anybody. At this point, he's The just Browns, like, I mean. Yeah, yeah, for the Browns. Jay, well, Jay, I, you know Jamie had no idea what was going on out there. He was fucking, they were like, look, okay, you got here Wednesday, <laughs> you're playing Sunday, that's obvious. 100% yeah, you're playing. Yeah, but it's also like... Hey, Jamie, welcome to Cleveland. Um, yeah, do whatever you want, man. Just go, go out and have a good time. Well, honestly, if you're going to keep your hair like that, we're going to sign you. If you're going to go pom-pom hair, you're staying. We what love they, that here in Cleveland. What do they, uh, they do in New England Whoa. for defense? <laughs> what kind of defense are you running over there? Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, so uh, he has to fucking play. He didn't get a bye week, I don't think, because the Cleveland already have their bye week, so he got fucked. So he has to go in. And play every single game this season. Of course, he gets a whole off season off, so that's pretty they, sweet. Uh, it's a righteous deal for him. Can go back down to. He was getting plenty of rest in <laughs> New England too, though. That's true. They gave him. They told him he was going to become a, uh, a part time player, and they would just you know move on from him. Yeah, I'm over it at this point. Vince, over it. Oh, you have to be over it at this point, Tony. I mean, really, what options do you have out there? <laughs> good, good insight, Dom. <laughs> I. Uh... I, yeah, I like Ro- it's gonna be interesting to see what they do this week with Roberts. Um, they have that other guy Van Joy, Van Noy, Van Noy, the new guy they brought in, and then they got Mingo, who's finally gonna be acclimated to that defense. Yeah. Let the motherfucker <laughs> play. Let the let him play. Let the boys play. Let the boys play. Denzel. Is this a uh, like another Edelman? Like they had when they got rid of Welker, they knew they had Edelman, just like we got rid of. Uh, we I think it's part of it. I think that Mingo they coming up. I think that that was the whole reason behind. It. I think that they brought in Van Noy. We're like, all right. If this doesn't work out, at least this guy is serviceable. And, uh, you know, they got Landon Roberts. They know what they got in that. A, a bullheaded animal who's just going to stop every run and come <laughs> through you like a cannonball. And then they got, now they got Mingo, who's, you know, he's got an upside that's probably just as high as Collins, but a floor that's way below what Collins can do. Because he's obviously, he's been in the league longer. He failed at a higher level. He was a six, num- the sixth overall pick. 
but he hasn't produced anything. He's just thinner. He's not as thick as Collins, but he's just as athletic. And our base defense is a is two linebackers, anyways. We they never run. I said us. I don't like when people do. But what you got a mouse in your pocket? <laughs> they never. Uh, yeah, so they never have three linebackers <clears throat> on the field, anyways. Just maybe at the goal line, so it's not really that big of a deal. Well, I mean, step. the the fact that the, the defensive line is not getting any pressure is not helping. So they've been rushing three. So they've been dr- they've been running three linebackers a lot, three linebackers and five uh, defensive backs, and then fucking just that's what they're gonna do this week, I think. Yeah, bend three, don't three. break, bend don't break. The, well, the fact that Seattle can't run the ball and Russell Wilson has the same amount of rush yards as Tom Brady this season, and that that as of last week was a true statement. I think he I don't know if he ran for any against Buffalo, but they can't run, and their offensive line's terrible. So might as well just rush three, try and get to them. If you can't, just man up everybody on the outside. They don't have anybody that's going to beat you. Yeah, seriously. They are, this offense really is a big drop-off from two years ago. Without, um, yeah, who's their left tackle that's gone? He's at Okun. Okun's gone. Unger's gone. I mean, they really just... They've ne- they haven't clicked since on offense. I mean, they got Jimmy Graham, who seems to be playing better now. But I would like to see Jimmy Graham get shut down just like he did last time. Exactly, which, with, with a better passing quarterback. I mean, he had Drew Brees, where Jimmy Graham was the main target, and Aqib Tlaib shuts him down one-on-one. I mean, I don't think you have cu- anybody... Maybe Malcolm Butler's cover skills, but doesn't have the size of Aqib Tlaib. So I think you're going to get a lot of Patrick Chung on old Jimmy G. See what happens. Um... But on the outside, I mean, I'm not too worried about anybody out there. Doug Baldwin, they're all they're all fucking shuck and jive type players, like the old school Patriots, like Dion Branch and, and David Gibbons that have to get open with uh, crossers and, and pick plays. There's nobody out there that's gonna burn you and beat you with a route like Antonio Brown's gonna do. Yeah, they really there's really not much threat to the. I, I don't know how how do they put up points? Like who? Uh, they don't put up a lot, yeah. but yeah. they don't give up a lot. <laughs> they That's go to six, yeah. six they times. They have the best defense in the league. Yeah, well, they have a they have the same defense that played the Super Bowl. They have the same defense that it's been for six years. It's like on the fourth defensive coordinator though, because the t- the defense is always so good that they the defensive yeah. coordinator becomes a head coach immediately. Yeah, but they have an offense that can't control the clock like they could. Yeah, with, they don't have Marshawn Lynch, with, and they can't yeah. run the ball. So yeah. the problem you score points on them. They're you, tired by the end of the game. You They're put out them out of their misery. Yeah. So the defense doesn't change. We know what you're going to get. You're going to get. Uh, you're going to get Richard Sherman on the right side. I don't even know who their second cornerback is at this point. Um, but you just got. It's the same thing. They play that. That um, what do you call that? Cover three and sit there and wait for you to make a mistake. So you. It's going to be a lot of the same game plan as the Super Bowl. And I'm sure they're watching it. I mean, it's going to be the same thing. But this time we got Martellus Bennett. Um, a second Gronk basically out there that's going to run fucking hog wild over there because they're going to double-team Gronk probably. It's going to with K.J. Wright and Cam Chancellor or something. And I don't think that they have another answer for Martellus Bennett. I think it's going to be a huge game huge, for him. Huge Bennett week? I think it's a huge Bennett week. Yeah. So I'm going, gonna, I should go Bennett on FanDuel because I've uh, been struggling. So they're what? Are they run the ball? Are they, how does it rush defense? I mean, I it's okay. Like, I mean, it's not great. Mark, Michael Bennett's out for the game. Their best Ooh. player in defense. So he's out for more than the game, right? Well, he's, he's out, out for, for this game. I don't know when he's he's out for a while. I heard his knee. So they they have. I think their defensive line is a bunch of guys I've never heard of. Silver Salinga is one of them now, uh, who was on the Patriots Super Bowl team, and he he's a decent guy. He's not going to rush the passer, but he's. He's a big fat body that will stand there and catch you if you run into him. Uh, a giant fat body. Exactly. You are a disgusting fat body, Private Cut. I have that, and I wanted to play it now. And I, if I could ever find it. Because you are a disgusting fat body, Private Pile. Silver Salinga. Uh, so they have him. They got very little pass rush, which was their calling card. Pass rush and man defense. And at this point... They don't really have much of either of those. They've got Richard Sherman, which you could stay away from because he doesn't follow receivers around. So if you want to get the ball to Edelman, you want to get the ball to Gronk, you just move him to the left side. So it's really, I mean, it's not a terribly complicated defense to beat. I mean, you just have to be patient. The problem with other football teams is um, they they get too aggressive and throw it down the field and get picked off and fucking. If you make a mistake, they burn you every time. Yeah, Earl Thomas is he's one of the. Best safeties to watch in the game. Yeah. Both those guys, Cam Chancellor too. They're just so so good. Yeah, Cam Chancellor. I don't think he's that good. He's a big hitter, but 
I mean, he's more of a linebacker to me. I don't see him being anything like a cover safety. I mean, he's just a giant guy. He's like Chung to me. He's like the same type of player. He, great in the run and yeah. decent. Co- he gets the job done in coverage. He's not going to Chung can cover tight ends better than Cam Chancellor can, I think. Yeah, yeah. We have had a few throws this year, or Tom has had a few throws this year that um, – Ag- against against this defense would have been picked off because I'm I'm always looking at that. Yeah. I, I'd like to see this streak go on a little like as long as possible, obviously. But there were a few drops from the D's that were close pickoff plays. If if that happens against Seattle, they're I mean, gonna take they're it. gonna take a ball back. Yeah, and that's fine. I mean, Tom's dude. I mean, he hasn't ever thrown an interception. The whole team hasn't thrown an interception this year yet. Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah that's the thing about the Pats though. We. We don't turn the ball over very much, but we haven't get gotten yeah. any turnovers this we year. We put the ball on the ground, though, sometimes. We do. Well, and punts. But that stopped. I mean, the, the thing was with this defense was always opportunistic. But they, they play better defense now, but they're not as opportunistic as they was. Say, like, that second uh, Giants Super Bowl year, right? The defense was terrible. They couldn't cover the pass worth a damn, right? They, the third down defense was, like, 65% conversion rate. Something crazy. And uh, anytime that was the year they actually, I think they played Russell Wilson uh, and lost on the last second bomb. I think that was that year. Maybe it was the year after. That was when yeah, Sherman, Sherman got in his face. Yeah. And I wonder. I don't know. Maybe it was the year after. Uh, yeah, the, but the they were giving up fucking bombs every game, if you remember that. And uh, but they had like fifty um, turnovers. They had like, th- I swear to you, it was like thirty fumble recoveries and ten interceptions or ten in, or like twenty and twenty. It was crazy. They had the most by far in the league by like double, uh, and that's what they used to be like. But they're not like that anymore because they don't play as much uh, zone. It used to be force them into a mistake with a uh, you know a bad read, and then you bat a ball and it's intercepted. Now it's man coverage, play defense, make a punt. It's not really as much. Yeah, and we haven't been able to sh- get to the quarterback, so there's none of those strip sacks. Yeah, the only one ever. You can't trust anybody to get a strip sack anymore. It's always Ninkovich is the only one that can ever get there. Yeah. Jabal Sheard has yet to impress. Of course. We didn't have a game last week, so I'm, I'm, I'm hot right now. I'm hot for a turnover. I'm always getting hot. Hey, last time you got hot for a turnover, we got a turnover. I know, but that shouldn't be, I shouldn't be asking for one turnover. Give me three. Give me four in a game. I know. Seriously. You're like two picks. It's not that bad. I mean, Dude. Russell Wilson's a good quarterback, but we've actually had a few interceptions, too, that have, uh, like, there's penalties on the play. Like, McCordy yeah. had a pick. I think, um, I think um, Chung had one, too, like a diving pick that got called back. Chungabunga. First uh, Sunday, first cold game of the year in Foxborough. It's supposed, supposed to be, to be ch- supposed to be a little chilly. It's supposed to be get down there in the thirty-eight. I mean, that's it's gonna be basically, it's basically Seattle weather. But. Yeah, prime time night game at Gillette Stadium under the lights. Let the boys play. Let them play. Let the boys play. And a uh, nice hangover on Monday for all who attend. Yeah, the boys are definitely gonna. Two hundred four is gonna be lit. 100 percent 204 is definitely going to be lit uh, 204 yeah, always gets fired up at night when it gets dark yeah, 204 goes that's off when it starts to stomp people they get wild at 204 yeah we get wild over there <laughs> we get wild we get pretty wild in your EPA boys like the boys. <laughs> uh, they're actually missing that huge player for Seattle fucking um, the guy 12 whoever 12 man over there 12 <laughs> yeah. man oh. yeah he's not gonna be able to play <laughs> is he's there anything worse than a neon boa oh my this god fucking Pitiful. I tweeted about it on uh, what do they play Monday night, and I was getting I was getting harassed by Seattle fans. I said, "Listen, I hate these guys." At I said, "To be fair, I hate these guys in New England too." But it's like one out of ten thousand paint their face. Why is every single grown man in Seattle painting their face and going to a game with a fucking neon scarf or those fucking those awful. The neon headbands with uh, the fucking hair coming the out of the top of the, yeah, the purple the, hair. They were the cool Ugh. things that you used to wear to go skiing when you were Seriously. in like the eighth grade in 1988. Just kill uh, yourself. Just the arena football league look. Right. It's it terrible. really is. They look like they're playing the fucking the San Jose uh, fucking Thunderbolts. What's the <laughs> name? I, I know they got a team. San Jose's got to have a team. <laughs> Just go back to grunge music and stop pretending you like football. Exactly. It's go okay. have some heroin and yeah. sit into the clouds <laughs> and cut the shit. Yeah, You're not a fucking football fan because you go and scream and wear a 12 jersey. I, I'll tell the story again. I went to fucking the Super Bowl when they played, and you know I knew that they liked to be loud, and I was like, oh, okay, whatever. They're football fans, but... It was embarrassingly bad how annoying like they they were, and I'm not one like 
I like a, an aggressive football fan. Like, I like a Philly football fan. They'll tell you, fuck you. I love Philly fans. They, they, love Philly fans. I like Boston fans. I like New York fans. East Coast, Northeast fans, Pittsburgh, Baltimore. Yeah. People that fucking show up to away games and will say, fuck your face. Yeah. The Ravens are going to win or something. And so you can punch and fight and somebody goes to jail. But these Seattle fans are so sweet and nice, but they're all dressed in this 12 gear. It's just so cunty. Oh, it's oh, just, it's, just, it's the, just the most cocky, condescending asshole look. Like, it's like 12 gear with like like tight dude, jeans yeah, on, like exact a tight Converse like, All Stars, low Phoenix. tops. I was in Phoenix too. I didn't go to the game, but after the game, I was shit faced, just yelling in Seattle fans' faces, like, ah, you guys suck. And they were just like, all right, nice win, man. Like, congrats. <laughs> well, it's not definitely. We'll see you next yeah. year. We'll see you next year. You ever been to the Space Needle? Come on by. You can stay at my house. I'm heading back up north now to do some <laughs> urban foraging. I'm gonna yep. We got a big day Monday. We're going to take down a lot of trees up <laughs> in the Pacific Northwest. Okay. Uh, it wasn't even a blowout, too. They lost on a last The worst. I've, I've explained it so many times. I was, I, that loss would have had, you would have had to take me out of there in a fucking ambulance. And if anybody talked to me, it would have been, they would have been on, fuck, I would have been on a fucking uh, America's Most Wanted yeah. because you wouldn't have found me. I would have, Slit throats. If I if somebody was like, "Hey man, why do you, why didn't he run the ball in the goal line? Why did Tom Bra- <laughs> why did Tom Brady throw that pass?" I was like, "I don't know. Why are you dead now? You stabbed in the throat." <laughs> that's uh, that's the Cali fans right there. I was like, "They fucking stabbed." Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, the Oakland the, Raiders. Yeah. You can't even it's close look. to the border. They're like, know? "Don't don't even look at the Raiders. Don't you even look at the Raiders? They come on the field, man. <laughs> you look at the Raiders. I'm gonna kill you." The Chargers fans too. They're fucking. They're... Well, they hate each other. There's like a fucking. It's the Dodgers and like Giants, and then the Raiders and the Chargers. I mean, the Dodgers and the Giants, and then the Chargers and the fucking Raiders, and then the Raiders and the 49ers, and they just kill each other like they're gangs. Yeah. Yeah. Does the national crime rate go up or down now that the Raiders are doing better? Oh, I don't know. I mean, it could I mean, go that's both a statistic. ways. That's a Trump statistic. Make America great again we'll in Oakland. It. Make Oakland great again. We'll keep our hand. Keep but our hand close. I'll tell you right now, I can't. St- I I just can't stand the fucking feathered boas. Go to a football game, wear a fucking jersey, and get drunk like a man. No one wants to watch you scream. Like no one cares. Well, that's the eighth false start the twelfth man has gotten this season. Seriously, if you're high fiving after a false start, we you gotta, did it. You gotta get a new hobby. The Sea Hulk. Have you ever seen the Sea Hulk? Oh. He's a he's a fucking he's. He wears a construction hat like he does construction. <laughs> but he's got a Seattle, and it says he's got little letters that he probably stole from his son that he took little stickers, put it on front of his construction uh, hard hat, and it says Sea Hulk. And he paints himself. His whole body from waist to face is green with all the fucking definition of the Sea Hulk. And he's like 65 years old. And he is pretty ripped, but he's uh, just a cunt, and I hope he's dead. <laughs> I wish uh, someone would throw one of those stupid fishes off his face. He'd exactly. fall down and crack his head off the sidewalk. That's probably what he does for work. <laughs> he descales loser. tuna. He's yeah. got, he always got to come home to his wife smelling like salmon. <laughs> his, fucking, his fingers are all fishy and yeah. fuck. He stinks. He's going to try and... <laughs> he can't try and he can't try and fuck his wife because he doesn't know which one. He doesn't know if his fingers smell or if it's his wife. Yeah, his wife's pussy stinks because he's constantly fingering her with he's, those fucking awful fish he's, hands. He's just all, he doesn't know where he, where she got it. He's, Bethany, uh, this really you, got out of control. Beth, Bethany, are you taking a shower? Is that the card again? I look. I got some. I I gotta go to work. I'm, I'll be back at noon. But wash up. And he's gonna. Uh. They gotta fuck. He's always just. He just stinks. He's got to wear his galoshes to work. And then he, he just, Beth, can you get more green paint? Sunday, I need it. You know that the Seahawks are playing. San Francisco's coming to town. They're our rival. They're our rival. She's I, got fish guts pouring out of her pussy like three exactly. days later. Exactly. It's <laughs> just still up there. Caviar just dripping down her fat thighs. Her, her, her fat northwest northwest thighs, <laughs> fucking Pacific Northwest, those, fucking uh, those saggy underarms under her bicep. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, you know she's got those pillow bag fucking underarms and her uh, her fat veiny thighs with their deadliest catch smell. Oh, uh, they're just a fucking nightmare up there. This commercial no, is brought to you by Donald Trump. <laughs> I just I just pictured the Sea Hulk yelling at his wife, constantly talking about he needs more green paint. Bethany, if you don't get the paint, you know the Seahawks aren't gonna win. The team's I'm, relying on me, <laughs> Bethany. <laughs> He's almost as bad as me and Fireman Ed had it out a, 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 a while back when he was uh 
He got on Twitter before he quit on the Jets. Uh, he got on Twi- <laughs> he got on Twitter and he was he did something and I just fucking went after him for like forty five minutes. Just he didn't even respond to me. He blocked me after like the eighth tweet. I just I loved it because he was such a child about it. So all my friends were like uh, from college or Jets fans. So uh, we would watch the games and I'd see this guy. I'd say, "Who's this fucking guy?" And he, why? And he's like, "That's Fireman Ed. He's he's Fireman Ed. He's he is our fan. He's the number one fan in the world." I said, okay, is he a New York firefighter? Like, I was like, well, I'll show some respect. He was a New York firefighter. Uh, and, uh, you know, it was post-9-11 America, so I was supporting him. And uh, he's like, no, I think he's uh, just a New Jersey firefighter from some uh, Hamlet village. And I said, well, fuck this guy. <laughs> uh, he's, I, I, so I just started going lambasting him. I said, oh, do you st- sit at home with your little, your little jet airplane and just smash it into each other? <laughs> boom, boom. Waiting for the big game on Sunday to rally him up, and uh, I don't know. I just went after him for about twenty-five minutes, and finally he blocked me. And then he quit on the Jets. That's I like to think that I had a hand in killing him. That's <laughs> the most Jets thing of all time. The number one fan just quit. <laughs> he gave up. I, I thought he came back his, not too I, long ago. I, he came back, but he said he was never going to do the. He wasn't going to be the Jets guy anymore. Uh. Which made me even happier that he has to sit there like a cuckold, watch somebody <laughs> else take over for him. Uh. Uh, somebody's fucking. Ed's wife, while he's sitting there, he's, somebody's trying. He I like. Yeah, he probably gets a free beer every Bethany game. Oh yeah, somebody definitely is some assholes. Like Ed, remember you used to do the J thing. Remember yeah. you did it. You started it. You get up and you be on your friend's shoulders and you do the thing. Well, I'm gonna start a new one. And I like to think about the guys that like try to start a new one. Go Jets. And they, okay, on on three Jets. And nobody wants to fucking play with them. That dumb Seattle fan that dresses up in all green. His wife is Seahawks. definitely fucking getting fucked by some 19-year-old grunge loser when exactly. he's at the game. Wearing his, he's got his Jinko <laughs> jeans on and his fucking his baby white man dreads, and he's tagging her with his fucking bass. He's got, he's got leather boots he's got, all the way up to his knees. Yeah. <laughs> babe, put on the Manson. Babe, you got, you got, you got Black Hole Sun, babe? Put on Spotify. We're going to play Alice in Chains while we do this. Okay, dude. And then they go to the fucking fish market and smell. Um, so, all right. Well, you know, good luck to Seattle. <laughs> good, good luck. <laughs> we wish him well. Yeah, <laughs> on the mouth and go it's a fine podcast. town you have up there. Yeah. Fine town. It seems we we still haven't gotten over our Super Bowl win yeah. two years ago. Never gonna get over it until they stop wearing fucking feather boas and neon fucking gloves. I will not get over it. Wear a jersey. Drink a fucking whatever you drink up there, Molson ice. You're so close to K. I don't know what they drink. Until that stadium falls and yeah. they move to Oklahoma City, <laughs> I will not rest. I, I, really, I will not let it die. I want you to Kevin Durant this fucking thing. Get out of there. The only time you should drape a, a 12 flag around your neck and wear it like a cape is when you're hanging yourself in your garage. <laughs> After the fucking, they lose because you threw on the fucking one yard line. Don't be fucking so jolly about it. Seriously. Hang yourself in that fucking Phoenix. Cardinal Stadium. 12 man flags. What you should have been hanging fuck? up there like a banner. <laughs> yeah, just all dangling. <laughs> should have said, said Arizona Cardinals, stadium. NFC champions 2012, 12s fan hanging dead because he fucking killed himself. <laughs> 12 fans hanging from the rafters. <laughs> you just look at him and you say, yes, that makes sense because you lost in the worst play possible. Good day, sir. Good day. You get nothing and nobody no one circles the wagons like, like the Buffalo Bills. Um, what else we got here? <laughs> Deion so Lewis. We really, we really <laughs> spun off yeah. there. Spun so, off. So back to the cover two. We were saying this. <laughs> yeah, the cover three. Where were they running on defense? Uh, so Deion Lewis is. Uh, we're probably going to see him this week. You excited about that? I'm excited about it. I need to see Lashawn McCoy ate up on that. Uh, he ate on that Seattle defense last week. I'd love to see. Uh, I love to see Dion Lewis get to the outside. To be more, to be honest with you, I'm more excited to see what the defense is bringing this week, and then Dion Lewis. I feel like it's just going to be the same yeah, kind the of James White look. Yeah. It'll be interesting yeah. to see him, but I'm yeah. very interested to see what they're doing. with I'm the more interested because this is the best defense you're going to play in the league, right? So you're playing the best defense you can in the league. Possible Super Bowl preview. Possible Super Bowl. It's a su- definite Super Bowl rematch with a revenge angle because they're going to want to come in here and win. Big time. Yeah, Pete Pete like Pete would love to come back to Foxborough. Yeah, right? he's never coached in Foxborough since he left. So um, I mean it'll be exciting to see him back and get booed fucking horrendously with his yeah. uh, It was really weird seeing the just seeing Seattle on the home schedule, like 
It's like not Seattle a, it's at. It's years. just weird. Yeah, it's been a long time. Every eight years, you get a you get a, a weird uh, NFC West team come here. So you get the Rams this year too. It's been fucking just as long. So um, I'm excited to see the defense, but with the offense, like I would have, I would have been more excited to see the defense play Pittsburgh with Roethlisberger than seeing them play Seattle. I am excited to see the offense go up against probably the best offense in the league go up against the best defense in the league. So I want to see, see how they fare. I want to see Dion Lewis in the running game. That's what I'm excited for because yep. they're running the ball great this year. And then with Blount, and then to get him in there, White hasn't really done much. He's a pa- he's a yeah, pass he's catching a back. He can't yeah. run. He can't take a handoff. But Lewis, I mean, he's, yeah, Lewis can do a little more. Lewis is shifty and short. Ball, yeah. That's the thing. He can get outside. Just get him the ball. Dude, Blunt's shifty now though. So I don't know. <laughs> he is. I mean, he's the hot hand right yeah. now. Do you take it out of the hot hand? No, and, no. He's star guy. He's star number one. No, he's the number one guy. But you got to have bottom. Yeah, he's got to be getting twenty carries a game. So, yeah, I he don't know about that. He's just you got to. You still want Brady to throw it thirty times, no matter what. Tyrod Taylor was picking apart that Bills yeah. defense on the road with no target. He had he has nobody to throw to. Yeah, Taylor's gonna be a star in a few years. I think. He's he pretty can, fucking good, dude. He's impossible to bring down, like to tackle. He's, he's a, so fast. Yeah, he's fast, and he's uh, he's just so quick. He's like a right-handed Michael Vick with a. a Probably a less accurate arm, I would say. He can yeah, run he just as good as him, but he can't throw as good as Michael Vick could throw. Yeah, Vick he doesn't really make cannon. many mistakes either, huh? Taylor. Taylor doesn't make many mistakes. No, he doesn't. He can, read, he can read defenses, which Michael Vick could not do. So maybe Michael Vick could – he could throw better, and he could fucking rip the skin off your palms, but he couldn't read a defense, and that's why he was terrible. And Vic then he like, killed yeah. dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Vick was like uh, – I feel like that's what AI would have been if he played football. He just like yeah. Just yeah, he was a he, he would have been dead. Also. He was a number. He was the top ten football and basketball recruit. Allen Iverson was supposed to be a. Stu- he was uh, recruited to play starting quarterback like a at Nebraska or something. What was he weighing in at though? Uh, I'm sure he was six. Whatever he is, what's he six one? He was probably six one one sixty five. But he still would have been sick. Yeah. He would have been a dead person. He would have been sick for one play. Then he would have been put, very sick. He yeah, would put some weight on, I yeah. think. He, yeah. And he could take it. You saw him drive it to the hole against Shaq. He could take a hit. Yeah, he's just gangster. Yeah, was, yeah. I saw him throw a chair at a white woman once. He's tougher than Braun Braun. In a bowling alley, you were there? In a bowling alley. <laughs> <laughs> I was there. I'm not in person, but I saw it on fucking <laughs> World Star. So, <laughs> kind of there. World Star. Um, so, I'm excited. I want to see Dion Lewis get to the outside, get a little shift in him. Because... Uh, I mean, Sean McCoy was doing it. Of course, the Bills have a better offensive line than us, but I think that uh, we'll see what happens. One thing I do want to see is I'd love to see Seattle, when they're on the goal line, run that play again and uh, just try it. Just just run that fucking uh, – because you know once they get on the goal line, all the Patriots fans are just going to be yelling, run it, run, just taunting feet, just run. Why won't you run? It's a lose-lose situation. If they run the play to perfection and score a touchdown on a passing play, we just laugh at them still. Like, like, oh, you could have done that, though, like a couple years ago. But if they run, everyone's going to be like, yay, and make make Pete feel like a dickhead. He'll probably laugh and chew his gum. Do that stupid thing where he leans over. like He's always chomping on gum. I hate him. Giving him air to breathe, the gum. So fucking, uh, I'd love to see him run that play. Malcolm Butler won't be in the same position, but I'd love to see him do it. Ernie Adams is gonna be pink striping the shit out of him, though. You know he's already <laughs> he's already got all he's got their entire playbook in his head, probably in his hands too. He probably took it with a, with a full bye week to. Yeah, that's what he's tw- Belichick's twelve and four coming out of a bye in his Patriots career. Uh, that's I pretty good. Thought it'd be and better. that doesn't even count playoffs where he's. Like nine and one or something crazy. After Three of those losses were in Cleveland. In Cleveland, when he coached Cleveland. Oh, no, I was talking. No, about I Patriots know. Career. I was just saying. Well, thanks for the help, Vince. <laughs> glad, <laughs> glad you could bring that. I was just saying. I was surprised he's lost four four games coming off a of bye week. Yeah, I remembered a couple. I mean, uh, you know, it's hard to come back from a bye week. And you just go on a vacation and then you come back and. You're rested, and they make make you hit each other again. Especially it's so now, annoying. You practice much less than yeah. years back past. So, yeah. what do they they put on full pads like ten times a season? Not even. I think they they wear full pads like like eight or eight or nine times a season. Yeah, so, a lot of teams crazy. stop wearing them as soon as um, the season starts. Yeah, they, so they don't fucking hit until Sunday. I don't understand how people are not getting these concussions. They wear uppers, as the boys would call them, which <laughs> is just shoulder pads and helmets. Uh, is, uh, that's cool. Nothing was better than walking in on a full pad day <laughs> and you just hear him go, you know, I take 
Just outburst today, boy. Outburst. Put the shorts on. Just for no reason. I, I, some kids on my football team used to love just call them, say, downers today. All right, we're doing downers today <laughs> for no fucking reason. We just all laugh about it like little idiots. Lock, it was a locker room talk, you know? A little locker room banter. We're going downers today, guys. Um, That's what the boys talk about in the locker room. That's it. The boys talk about grabbing pussies and wearing downers. That's it. Um, and they let you because you're a star. Exactly. When, when you're a star, when you're a billionaire or a saga stage and football player, you can talk about whatever the fuck you want. Um, so what, what do, what's the game plan this week, guys? What do we think uh, the offense needs to do to, to win? The same. The exact Elaborate same. on that, Vince. <laughs> I mean, Bring you in here honestly, for your intellect. Come on. Come on. Like, we're going to break down the Patriots offense saying what they need to do. What we need to do is, you know, do a good job on D, not make stupid mistakes on special teams, and we win the game. Do your job is what you're trying to say. I, I'm just like... We're on to Cincinnati. It's hard to say, like, what, what Patriot, um, Tom Brady needs to keep throwing the ball 85% of the... Like, no, they're going to run the crossing routes just like they did before, but it's going to be big for Bennett and Amendola because it's going to be all yeah. crossers underneath. Right in front of the linebackers, six yards, six yards, six yards, break a tackle, six yards more. You know, it's the same same thing. It's gonna be a big slot receiver game. I'd love to see Malcolm Mitchell get in there and fucking run a couple of routes. Yeah, yeah I'd like to see him. Maybe they take a too. shot. Maybe they take a shot down the left line with Hogan again. Yeah. When uh when they when the, when the Seahawks start cheating up because you yeah. know they're gonna cheat up once yeah. once uh, Brady starts fucking chucking them crossers on them and Edelman's breaking tackles. They're yeah. gonna start. Uh, Gonna start che- cheating up, getting ready for him, and then Hogan's gonna break behind the defense. See, you're right though. Like that's and that's like what I've been saying. I'm getting lazy. I just I don't I don't even think about like what the like. This okay, what are the pa- what are the Patriots gonna have to do this week on offense to get past Seattle, who was the bet like the best defense in the league? And I'm just not even. I'm just like, yeah, they're still gonna score like a million points, and then if we if we can do a decent job on D, we'll win the game. I think it's I think people overlook the revenge factor. I always see that as a motivating thing for a team. Uh, it's two years out, which is a little different. Or actually, yeah, it's two years now, basically, or a year and a half uh, since the last game. It's not a ton of players on the team, so it was like 50% on each side was, was on the team at the, at the time. But um, I still think that's a huge thing with yeah. any team. They're going to watch the game, and they're going to think about that feeling of losing. Now, if this was in Seattle, I'd say Seattle is going to win. I would win that game. Uh, oh really? I would, oh, if it was in I Seattle, don't. I think it would be a Seattle victory. Yes. I think it's I a big, so. yeah, big Edelman day. He actually had a big game last week, probably his best game of the year so far last yeah, week. Yeah, he was strong last week. Oh, whatever. Yeah, last game, and I think you're gonna see that again. Him, Amendola's gonna have a big game too. Yeah, Amendola and Bennett. I'm telling you, because they're gonna be Key and Gronk, Edelman uh, for you know the catches, and you're gonna get a lot of Amendola's wide open, fucking on the left side. And uh, the fifth option out of the backfield, if you remember, Shane Vereen. Had a gigantic game against Seattle. He had like yeah. eleven catches out of the backfield. So that's what I'm thinking. If they got Deion Lewis back there, it's time. To, or James White, I think, is going to get the call before Deion uh, running, taking big hits from Seattle defense because they'll fucking be going for your knee immediately. Is there a spread on this game yet? Oh yeah, seven and a half Pats. I'll take an action on that again. I'm I wouldn't take, take that Pats bet. Hey, I I haven't lost money on the Pats all year. Seven. Seattle hasn't lost by. More than 10 in five years, which is fucking crazy. That's pretty good. The Patriots, like, do it once every, like, 10 years. But when they do, like, Seattle hasn't done it in five years. That's really good. Because they, like I said, they don't give up a lot of points, but they don't score a ton. But they, so they'll blow out some teams, but they'll never lose by being blown out. So, um, and Russell usually can make plays at the end of games to kind of, yeah, he's he's like Andrew Luck. He's got a clutch, he's got a clutch gene on him. Plus, he's banging Sierra, and that's got that's points for something. Knocked her up on the first try. It's not points for anything anymore. He's married now, so. Yeah, which, you know, I take her over Giselle. She got that. That's crazy. Well, yeah, not, that's not, crazy. Not, not, not the bank Giselle's account, good. but that she got that freak in her, bruh. You don't think so? That's crazy. Have you ever seen her like dance? A, she's like a six. She's yeah. huge. She's like an ostrich. Ah, she might be just as tall as... You need to meet more Brazilians. If you don't think Giselle's freaky, then... I think Giselle's very... <coughs> Good looking, but I I I'd take Sierra over. I'm a, I'm, I'm a big booty guy. Hey, I'm I'm let I'm partial to Tom's first. Play. Huh? I'm partial to Bridget. Plus, I don't I don't like to disrespect Tom Brady's wife by saying I'd like to date her. Yeah, yeah. The, um, I'd like to take her out for a nice. I take her out for a yogurt, dinner. a movie, and bring her home. <laughs> Eleven o'clock on the dot. Before the, before the street lights come on. Exactly. What's the uh, prediction for this week? Well, I got predictions here. See, 
Uh, where did I write mine here? Next pageeroo. So I wrote down. Um, it's gonna be low scoring. It's gonna be great to watch. A lot of a defensive battle. Um, like I said, Seattle's got the revenge, the revenge um, angle playing for them, which I think is always is difficult. So if this was in Seattle, I said that they would win, but I think the Patriots is gonna, are gonna win twenty to seventeen on a Glaskowski field goal at the end. Wow, that's what I think. What do you think, Vince? 23-13, Patriots. Only 13 points. Only 13, yeah. What did they put up? 38 or something against Buffalo? Yeah, what did they put up against... Yeah, uh, they put up big points. I've they been put hot up? on this podcast with my picks so huh? far. Pretty yeah. much drilled, like, four of the games. Have yeah, yeah, you've been, you've been hot. I've been hot. So, you've, uh, you've always took the Patriots, so, yeah. Yeah, well... <laughs> so, <know>. yeah. <laughs> Hard not to. Yeah, it's, it's a simple formula. Yeah, so I'm I taking them... Th- I'm, I'm thinking the Patriots are going to score 23, and they're going to hold them to 13. I'm think, I'm going... Shocker. 37-31 Jeez, Patriots. Wow. That's wow. a high-scoring game on, some, on a good defense. 37-31. What is Seattle? Seattle has some weird um, stat where if they give up 24 points, they lose like 95% of the time. Yeah, that would make sense. So it's like, uh, it's like a, there's some crazy record. They're like, they're like, I don't know, like two and two and thirty in Pete Carroll's fucking career when he gave up 24 points. Which, if we all remember, they won the Super Bowl 24 to uh, what was it? 20, 24, 20, or 28, 24. So maybe it was 28 points. I don't remember. It was it was something like that. It was in the mid 20s. Can you imagine tone? Why don't you look up Sanford, a stat tone? San Francisco was that close a few years ago with Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> oh, that team could. That defense was. Yeah. That defense. But, was legit. but that offense yeah. could move the ball. I mean, Kaepernick that was crazy. Was yeah, they, yeah, they beat line. the Patriots they in Gillette. The ball. That team beat uh, the Patriots in Gillette Stadium. Yeah. On a fucking in a night game. Yeah. Which is like almost impossible to do. And then we turn around and spank Houston the next week. Was that right? I don't yeah. remember what happened. All I remember was being annoyed that Colin Kaepernick beat us and his afro and. His how about uh, Stephen A. Smith went in on Colin Kaepernick today hard? Yeah, he did. I loved I it. Get Colin Kaepernick said he didn't care who uh, yeah, won the election. If you're going to be so political with your stance about the national anthem and not vote for president, kind of sends a message that yeah. you don't really know what the fuck you're talking about. I don't know. I kind of follow his logic, though. I could see that. Like, Why would you... If Go you, vote for yourself. Vote for anyone. You, try to make a change if you want to make a change. Yeah. Don't it's kind pretend. of a mockery, though. The thing is, there's a large majority of Americans that voted... That did not vote and are making a bunch of noise about how the election turned out, which that's is, the way it yeah, that's, that's George it, that's Cowan's so best ups- bit. That's very upsetting. He said, uh-huh. uh, George Cowan, he's fucking, yeah, the old, he, I didn't vote, so I can complain. You guys all did vote for these people, so shut up now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, who knows? So, I had a little Colts annoying Indianapolis Colts annoyance of the week. Wait, that goes Ooh. against everything I said. I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You guys have opposite point of views on these on the <laughs> subject. George Carlin was wrong. <laughs> Fuck that idiot. If you don't vote, you can't say anything. He's dead anyway. What does he know? Um, so I had some Indianapolis Colts annoying things of this week. Number first one, uh, which just shows you mindset in Indianapolis since forever, um, and why it doesn't matter to play football there. Robert Mathis. Uh, and I'm paraphrasing here, saying it was bigger for the Indianapolis Colts and Indianapolis to beat the Patriots in 2006 than to win the Super Bowl in the AFC Championship game. He thinks that was the bigger moment of that season, beating the Patriots and getting rid of the demons. That's like the Red Sox-Yankees thing or like say, or the uh, or the United States Miracle on Ice team beating the Russians. Yeah, that's a big part of the thing, but the biggest part is winning the championship. You went there to win the gold medal. You didn't go there to fucking... Win the silver medal. Well, if you win it, you can say that it was that was bigger. Like it was bigger that, was that we beat the Yankees than we beat the Cardinals. But I, if I we didn't, agree. if if we didn't beat the Cardinals, then it wouldn't uh, have mattered. Look, I, it's bigger. It was bi- USA on ice team. It was bigger political wise and uh, you know coaching wise that we beat Russia. But in the whole fucking scheme of things, it's bigger that you beat Finland and won the gold medal. Or Sweden, whatever fucking team they played, it doesn't even matter. It would Just have win. taken a, it would have taken away from exactly. the win. It yeah, you beat Russia, but you couldn't beat Finland. But you could never say you could you, you could never say that the, the Finland win win was bigger than the Russian win. Mm. How does Team Solani score a hat trick? Uh, I don't know. Dude, he's Finnish, isn't he? Uh, the Finnish Flash. Yeah, he's Finnish. Yeah. Um, so that's another th- look. So another uh, question, right off the dome of the smartest guy in the world, of course, a guy that could. 
terrific improv where they asked uh, Reggie Wayne if um, <laughs> if he was okay with Tom Brady being named MVP, and he said, "No, he can't be named MVP because they caught him cheating." Okay, Reggie, guy that couldn't play on the team because it was too hard. That is, oh, that is one of the whiniest baby, things. and everyone was killing him on Twitter. And he's like, "Show me where I said that," and somebody just posted the quote. Yeah. He's like, "You said it right here yeah. in this paragraph here." Did you hear what Tom said? I highlighted it. Tom was like, "I had a great time with Reggie. We had a lot of good conversations." And then uh, <laughs> we had a lot of like, good conversations for the three days he was here yeah, because he quit. Yeah, they were like, um, "Yeah, he was actually just talking shit about you." He's like, "Oh, really?" Uh, he's like, "Well, I still don't care." He's, he's like, like, "I don't care. Like, I have four Super Bowls. He has one because he fucking." is a bum and sure he might be in the hall of fame only because peyton manning put him there um but let's talk about your friend your fucking wide receiver partner who is a murderer allegedly but either way we don't have to talk about that you can google it marvin harrison and his guns but uh either way i mean things happen around car washes (laughs) that we can't explain philadelphia (laughs) car wash is a dangerous place man it's a gas (laughs) it's a cash business everyone knows it um so anyway, just Reggie Wayne, just shut the fuck up, you dumb mouth. What do you know? You know, show me a fact he cheated. Show me any evidence. You don't know what you're talking about. You're not a talking head. You're not some sports guy that's gonna be on these sports talk shows because you played football. It's another fucking guy that should get a radio job in Indianapolis because he played for the Colts. Oh Reggie, what do you think about Andrew this week? Uh, well, you know, I don't know, Joe. I mean, they look pretty good against uh, Green Bay, but I don't know if they can run the ball. Well said, uh, well, well said, Reggie. Um, can you get us some coffee? Or, uh, I'd say you get to love guys like Rodney Harrison and Randy Moss because they played on you know multiple teams, yet they still go back to how awesome it was for the Pats and exactly. playing for that's Belichick because they play. realized the difference. Exactly. So he wanted to play. Ocho Cinco. He wanted to play uh, baby football where you don't get hit. And you don't you don't play hard, you don't practice hard, you just run routes, nobody touches you. And in New England that's not how they play or practice and that's why they win all the time. And that's why you're fucking talking on the radio in uh San Clemente, California, <laughs> wherever the fuck you are. So you go um practice, Cyrus Jones got practice play of the reef like Three straight weeks. You think he's going to come back? Yeah, they're going to have to put him in now. i got to talk to my source. (laughs) (laughs) Vince is on the inside. That's a throwback. Vince loves to go back to his source about him being uh, thrown off the team before the season even started. I hate your sources. He's gotten like six more snaps than me. (laughs) (laughs) He's been thrown out of one more game than you. uh, So anyway, we we got our shit together. Big Sunday night matchup this week. We'll see how it goes. I think the Pats win this week. And then uh, who do they got next week? Jets, Bills, fucking somebody. They're playing somebody next week. Yeah. And that's for sure. It's definitely going to happen. <laughs> We're on to you Seattle. You guys can right Google now. it. It doesn't matter. Right We're now. on to Seattle. We don't have to worry about anything. You got anything to plug there, Ty? No, I was just going to ask you um, about your, you know, that note you Penis wrote. Like, who are you going to, uh, that note you wrote? You want to talk about that instead of the game? Seattle. Never mind. I'm trying to get you to just do the Belichick thing right there, but <laughs> you weren't looking. Oh, I didn't so know what you were talking about. Follow me on Twitter. How about tell me? How about tweet at, tell, text me, or just write me a note and say, hey, we're going to do a bit in a minute. <laughs> I want you, can I just fucking run into something? Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was mind mel- was, he was mind melting. Um, yeah, it's maybe it's Tyler on fucking Twitter. God damn, I have like 12 followers. That's I nice. just need to get 100 to feel That's not bad. somewhat good about myself. I just hit 50, feeling pretty good about myself. Uh, I don't have anything to plug, but I guess I'll, um, does Dom have anything to plug? I just wanted to thank Dom for being on the show. Yeah, exactly, and, um, Dom, great job. Uh, job over there. It's probably eating Chains or smoking. smoking. Eating or smoking or t- <laughs> texting uh, anti-Semitic yeah. rants somewhere. Uh, Chain smoking uh, <laughs> cigarettes while he's posting on Twitter. Yeah. Repeating Facebook, Trump. actually. All right, so as right. always, follow me at Malcolm Gopod on Twitter or my main account at Brady Disciple on Twitter. And uh, you can get at us on Gmail, MalcolmGoPodcast at gmail.com. And, you know, tell us what you want to talk about. I've had a few fans, fans, why do I say fans? Like I have fans. Right, so a few people on Twitter ask me, uh, you know, to do a few things, a few questions. And we'd love to interact more with the show, be a little bit more interactive with people. So. Yeah, get get after us and, and uh, let us know what you think and uh, go Pats. Do your job, all right? Don't try to make too much out of it. Just do your job. Seven, eight months ago, right? All from this moment. It's about order. It's about respect. 
through to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands he has. Uh-huh. Wilson, quick throw. And it's good. Intercepted. Intercepted to Malcolm Butler. Butler has it at the one. Malcolm Butler. And Warner goes back to throw. And here's the blitz by Mike Brady. The back. You're the greatest quarterback in the world, man. Hey, I love you, man.